This is the EPLOG audio experience. Welcome to Hit the Road. This is India's number one podcast for all you cycling and triathlon enthusiasts. My name is Rohan Dagar and it's good to be back after a short break. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you're able to hear the surroundings. It's quite noisy outside. If you are able to hear it, you know the problem, what it is. And if you can't hear, then my team is doing an absolutely fabulous job at noise cancellation. <laughs> but uh, yeah, talking about uh, the noise outside, uh, the one noise that you hear everywhere is the traffic and the honking. And it's a big problem. What can you do about it? Well, everyone has a car. Everyone wants to go somewhere at their own convenience. And uh, uh, can bicycle be a solution? Well, that's what we are here to find out with the three different guests who we have in different segments of this episode. And the first one being the co-founder of my bike, uh, which is India's first ride-sharing platform, uh, Mr. Arjit Soni. Hi, Arjit. Welcome to the show. Hi, Rohan. Thank you for having me. Great. Uh, so today, traffic is a very big problem for all of us. We do want uh, a mo- the most efficient way to commute. And while the infrastructure is uh, one of the issues why we are unable to do it, uh, there's not one solution uh, which is there to curb it there has to be multiple solution working synchronously with each other uh, and uh, it's so seamless that you would be stupid to even think of owning a car uh, within the for uh, commutes within the city so uh, how has it been so far for you where do you see this going and how can it be so seamless Rohan, I certainly believe that bicycles as a means of commute uh, will be able to cater to only 60% of a person's need Hmm. Uh, bicycle along with public transport there will be 30% of your requirements where you do need a taxi and Hmm. there will be 10% of your commute trips where you need a self-drive car because you're looking to go on a drive with your family or of course going for an experience so the larger vision of my bike is to bundle all these forms of mobility into a single app and, Hmm. and and not just integrating it into app but bundling everything into a single subscription so say hypothetically speaking, you pay three thousand rupees a month, and you get unlimited my bike, unlimited public transport, some hundred kilometers or some some kilometers of taxi rides bundled into the package, and mm. maybe a few couple of hours of self-drive car experience. And mm. that combined package, I think, would be able to compete with the concept of owning a private vehicle and commuting through it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So mm. that's how we see the concept eventually evolving into uh, it, it's called mobility as a service mass, and that's where we are headed. Yeah. So it's using multiple modes to get your work done, but at the same time you are not uh, relying on one infrastructure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So today we are seeing a big bicycle commute movement happening around uh, in specifically in Mumbai, in Bangalore, and other big cities, and slowly it's also coming down uh, to the heartlands. Uh, Well, that was the way to commute in the olden days, but now we have (laughs) moved to much more sophisticated means. Uh, But how do you think, how effective is it and what can be done to build a better infrastructure for commutes? See, certainly uh, you need to have very good quality public transport, uh, you know, and that's where like this, uh, I mean, we, we have so many, so such large network of metro trains now coming in, especially in Mumbai. I think mm-hmm. the one city I'm really excited about uh, in terms of transformation is Mumbai because this whole network of metro that is going to come up in the next yeah. two, three years is really going to uh, shift a lot of load 
from yeah. the roads to 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 <laughs> this new infrastructure and finally then we'll be able to sort the city i hope uh, <laughs> certainly uh, you know good reliable urban public transport system is 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 a prerequisite to uh, uh, realizing our uh, you know our, our our common goal of making our cities livable again hmm. uh, uh, in terms of first and last mile connectivity i think bicycles and electric bicycles are going to play a pivotal role there because uh, they are one of the cheapest and most economic and convenient ways of connecting your first and last mile so in t- in terms of first and last mile connectivity i think bicycles and electric bicycles are going to play a pivotal role uh, because uh, they are the cheapest and most accessible and convenient way of c- connecting that short distance of going from your home to station hmm i think once these two things are in place and you start seeing some traction that's the time when we need to start talking about dedicated bicycle lanes what happens is when we try to demand dedicated infra before creating uh you know before having a public bike share in place or before having public transport in place this infra goes underutilized and eventually gets encroached upon and right. and you create a perception that no one wants to cycle so i think mm. we need to be really careful in terms of the timing and when to when to actually demand for this infra i think mm. uh, to solve this chicken and egg problem the way i look at it is we need to bring some traction of people on road using cycles and then then try and pitch for this uh, infra with the authorities and once that infra is in place i think that will bring in more people to start cycling mm. from here mm. part of this episode i am going to speak with niha thakkar Oh, who is a Bangalore-based cyclist? Nihar, what do you prefer, Bangalore or Bangalore? <laughs> hi, hi! Thank you for having me here. Um, I'm okay with either. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I use both interchangeably. Uh, so yeah, but I guess uh, Bangalore since it's the official name. Yeah. So specifically, I ask this question is because uh, today we are going to talk about cities and how people are doing some awesome stuff for their cities. and uh, you are a resident of bangalore or bangaluru and you have done something very incredible that is a bicycle counter uh, to count the number of people who are riding bicycles through a particular street am i right yes uh, yeah i've been working on a bicycle counter for the last 8 months or so and uh, it was hmm. recently installed uh, at two location wow So what is this bicycle counter why is it necessary what have you done with it and how did it come to a city because uh, getting anything installed for a city is quite a task so i believe you're just 18 19 right now and how did you make this all happen yeah so i'm actually part of a, a team called uh, sustainable mobility calls it's actually an initiative uh, by a government department here in bengaluru called the directorate of urban land transport uh so essentially it's a collaboration between uh the residents and community in our neighborhood and that directorate mm-hmm. and the directorate um so under this project we are trying to encourage more people to choose sustainable modes of transport like walking cycling mm-hmm. or public transport and um so okay. to encourage cycling uh one of the interventions or uh, something we thought we could try was a bicycle counter since we had uh, mm. seen it being installed in other countries uh, across the world um but it had never been installed okay. in india before 
So we thought mm. we'd try this out. And uh, however, but there wasn't actually one available here yet. And uh, since personally, I am uh, quite excited about tech um, and mobility, uh, I, I also do have some experience working on artificial intelligence related projects. I thought I would take this up and uh, work on a counter, um, especially because okay. it needed to be tailored to our local contexts where you know there can be motorcycles and other types of vehicles violating the cycle lanes. So the counter actually had to be able to distinguish between different types of vehicles and count only cyclists. Hmm. What is the purpose for this counter? Is it something gimmick or is it something very useful that has a bigger purpose? It absolutely does have a utility. I mean, there are multiple ways that it is beneficial. Um, so from the, from the aspect of cyclists, it really makes cyclists more visible to other road users, which uh, is a big challenge mm. right now. Um, we have heard from many drivers that, oh, there are no cyclists. Why are you building cycle lanes? What's the point of taking away mm. space from, from the road, uh, saying that there are yeah. no cyclists? But uh, what many people don't realize is that cycling is a really efficient form of transport. And just because you don't see yeah. congestion doesn't mean there aren't people using the cycle lane. And so this, uh, this counter has a display which uh, shows the count, the day's count in real time. And um, that really uh, helps make cyclists more visible to other motorists. Um, but apart mm. from that, it also encourages cyclists themselves because they, they, feel, they, they feel like you know, they matter and they're being counted on, especially in our cities where it's so hard for people to cycle because of pollution and because of uh, other drivers' behavior, lack of infrastructure, all of that. It uh, really makes cyclists themselves uh, feel more encouraged to cycle. And uh, apart mm. from that, it also helps us as a team working to encourage sustainable mobility and uh, the government departments. It, it helps us really collect data to understand how well the cycle lanes are being used um, and how mm. we can build more cycle lanes that are effective uh, in appropriate locations. So in terms of data collection and analytics, it, it really helps uh, that way too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Data is everything. And uh, with the right amount of data, with the right data, a lot can happen and uh, the complete shape of the city can change. And like you said, uh, uh, people say that uh, what is the need for a cycle track when there are no cycles, but when you don't create an environment, for fostering cyclists, there won't be a path or cyclist. So yeah, it's a it's a great way to actually uh, back this argument with data for whoever is saying that. Where are the cyclists? So you got man. Why don't you share some of your data that you have collected so far, if you can share it? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So the data that we've received so far from the two counters that have been installed has been really encouraging. Um, in fact. It, the, count, the first counter has been counting over 500 cyclists every day um, along oh, that wow. cycle lane and uh, the service road. Um, and the other cycle, uh, other counter has been counting over 400, 450 cyclists uh, every weekday as well. And uh, so the numbers wow. have been really encouraging. Um, uh, 
uh, we're starting to integrate this data. In fact, the cycles have uh, their own Twitter bot now, which I built. So uh, people who are interested in uh, following data and learning more about it are able to see these stats mm. on a daily basis. Um, even on our project Amazing. website, we have uh, the data being displayed um, with different types of uh, analytics. Um, and, and it's also been encouraging to really see the response from the cycling community. Um, I, I've been at the counters for many hours over the last few weeks, seeing how people respond to it and their interaction with mm. the counter. And um, there have been multiple people who uh, stop to take photos, cyclists who, you know, I, I see the same cyclists come by at around 11 a.m. Yeah. every day and stop and check uh, the count, uh, take a photo yeah. and then uh, she leaves. And so uh, it's been really nice to see the response. Um, uh, and the, the numbers have also been very impacting. Awesome. Awesome. So where do you see this going? What is the big picture over here? I, I think it really has a big role to play. Um, uh, I think we, in terms of planning our cities, in terms of managing traffic, in terms of uh, uh, dealing with the challenges that we have, um, there is a mm. large part uh, of the role that tech can play. And um, I think that is a really exciting possibility. There's a lot to be done from um, cycle counters, from enforcement, law enforcement, to mm. analytics and data collection, um, especially powered by artificial intelligence, which can provide a lot of insights uh, into all of these complex uh, com complex mm. scenarios. Um, so I think there's definitely a lot uh, that is possible and uh, there's a lot that needs to be done. Um, and uh, right. personally, I, I do see uh, a lot of demand for uh, products or services in this, in this field. And uh, in fact, uh, after working Absolutely. on the counter, I, I started my own uh, company called Urban Flow. Uh, well, I'm working oh, wow. uh, on such products and services to be able to help cities improve their streets, make them uh, safer, healthier, happier places. Great. So what challenge do you see over here as a cyclist yourself and someone who is building infrastructure tech for uh, enabling cyclists? Um. I think uh, one of the challenges is adoption. This needs to be accepted by uh, various government entities. Um, and I think uh, this response so far has been encouraging. Uh, uh, departments mm. do seem to be uh, open to new ideas, new possibilities. Um, and I think if uh, it, this is formalized and there are more processes where uh, uh, people can collaborate, where technology can collaborate with these departments, can assist these departments to, uh, um, to, to be, be able to serve the city and its people better, then I mm. think that would, uh, that would be great. Uh, that would really push things along. Great. I hope that I get to see this cycle counter very soon in my uh, neighborhood and, uh, of course, across the India where uh, people are riding and this will foster more people to take up cycling as a mode to commute and also leisure because cycling is good for health it's good for people it's good for environment as well so ditch your car 
choose cycling for for a while maybe your neighborhood maybe your office sometime i think um, <laughs> the more the more con- conversation and dialogue there is around around this um hopefully a few more people take up cycling take up uh, a yeah. mode of transport that um, is better for our cities so thank you so much uh, for having me here ravan another segment in our special episode on world bicycle day where we are understanding uh, the scope the limitations and the opportunities with bicycle as a mode of commute and how practical is it how feasible is it and why should you try it at least once in your lifetime why once in a lifetime start with once a week and then maybe who knows maybe that will be your <laughs> primary mode of transport to maybe go to work maybe go to college or just get something uh for your home so we have with us uh, dr bhairavi joshi from valsad who has been ex bicycle mayor of valsad as well and is now heading bikes india bycs india which is uh, affiliated to the global uh, bycs body who are planning sustainable uh, mobility solutions with cycle as their primary agenda am i right bhairavi uh, hi rohan so yes you are it's absolutely right that uh, bikes is planning um, like the globe the people across the globe should opt hmm. for cycling as a means of commute and yeah. we all are like uh, very ambitious and uh, driven by a cause and a mission which is which we call 50 by 2030 that is 50% of the city trips should be by bicycle mm-hmm. by the year 2030 that to globally okay that's interesting so how how do you think that is going to happen what what are the, what what is it something that uh, people like i and others can do or should do for that yeah, so you as rightly mentioned in the beginning that let us start at least once a week i would say mm. let us start at least once a month we can start with once mm. a month then once a week and then maybe you know it it really becomes a habit and yeah. uh, we believe we in bikes bikes and bikes india believe in collaboration like uh, mm-hmm. i would always say that cycling is not just that you own a cycle and you hop on the cycle and you move about it's much more much beyond that like it's about socializing it's about taking care of your own health it's taking care of your environment taking care yeah. of people around you so if you just start thinking on all the positive benefits you have on, when you hop on a cycle you yourself will get motivated and then mm. you know it's a, it's a ripple effect you will start motivating other people around you i i am sure that you must have tried out like once you are on a cycle you'll say to your buddy oh, yeah. that please please try once no no doubts over there and uh, uh, once uh, anyone who starts uh, doing it uh, they understand that how much time are you saving <laughs> by just uh, riding to a particular place uh, i have time money both <laughs> money of course like uh, it's good to your pocket uh, also <laughs> <laughs> absolutely okay so coming to few more details i w- i would like to know from you um, you have been associated with bikes which is uh, an international body of uh, mobility solutions so um, i won't compare the global scenario the infrastructure is very well set over there people have bicycle paths they have a well infrastructure for public commute system as well but when it comes to cities like bombay or valsad or uh, bangalore where traffic is a problem and uh, not every place is accessible 
how feasible is bicycle as a commute um yes you rightly said that india in india if we just look at the scenario hmm. right now or even hmm. if we talk about uh, like getting people on bicycle you know yeah it's something like you people make fun of you like in india on a bicycle commute <laughs> have you seen the traffic have you seen the temperature changes have you seen how people drive the two wheelers and cars like you know hmm they just say that it's it's not ambitious it's impossible but mm. if you just look at it at a like you know with uh, on a micro level um mm. if you just check with your own trips or with people around your like in your first circle if you just see that trips daily trips a individual mm. has its half of his daily, daily trips within a radius of 2 kilometers 1 to 2 kilometers okay. half of the daily trips like the trip is you move out of your house that's a one trip mm. so mm. half of the daily trips are within a vicinity of 1 to 2 kilometers which are easily walkable and cyclable mm. so even if you try to shift your transport mode for one trip you can imagine 130 crore people of india just shifting their one trip will make such a large difference if you don't focus on like the larger agenda if we just think of a very micro change then it's possible we already have hmm. people who are on cycle if we try to like if we try to uh, we try to help them to remain on their cycles hmm. that is also a very big chunk of numbers you know like so it's yeah. not that we want each and every one who is using the road to shift their mobility to cycle it's that hmm. micro micro things which will you know which will have a large effect so that yeah. sounds doable hmm. so this is what we believe and we also believe that the necessary things which will promote cycling are also like very important like the infrastructure uh, yeah. policy changes so you know it's a, it's a very um, ambitious goal a large like a long term procedure but with that micro steps we can always reach the destination hmm So last year we had done a conversation uh, with Feroza, uh, who is the bicycle mayor of Mumbai, and uh, we had this question about how can because at the end of the day a person uh, cycle to work is a big concept and uh, it's one of the very efficient ways you can uh, do your commutes because during weekdays that's the way you can get adapted to that mode of transport. Uh, but a big problem lies where not everyone um, has a place to uh, you know park or that inclusivity in the community for cycling uh, be it uh, your offices or be it the roads that inclusivity is still not there so what is being done right now apart from the bicycle paths of course but that is just for a short uh, ranges yeah so across the country if you talk about you know like covid has really shifted our mindset you know people have started understanding their importance of health and during the covid uh, the government bodies also have shifted their uh, focus uh, from car centric mm. to more of active transportation centric cities um, mm. as you are well aware of the india cycles for change challenge and the streets for people challenge which the ministry of housing and urban affairs have initiated uh during mm-hmm. the covid we had more than 107 cities who had registered 
and okay. through a series of events through a series of changes within the infrastructure like getting bicycle tracks also getting bicycle parkings uh doing innovative events to involve more communities to cycle for health cycle for work so a lot of things have been happening uh, across the country with collaborative efforts from the ministry from the mm. government officials from the ngos from individuals like the bicycle mayors so yes mm. that momentum has started hmm uh, so a lot of our listeners uh, like the listeners who uh, of our uh, podcast are uh, cyclists and triathletes and uh, while i'm sure a couple of them would be attempting to uh, uh, use cycling as commute but majorly it is for leisure or uh, training purposes so uh, can you share a few insights on how or what they could do to you know get on road for commutes uh sharing about my own journey see yeah, i please. i never used to come out of my comfort zone so <laughs> as a child also i never rode a cycle because uh, i was given a two wheeler and then i was like oh wow and uh, my father always used to tell me that uh, whatever you leave here it's going to come back to you again and you know i was mm. in grade 10th and i still remember that i never cycled I, I, my school was quite far so i used to use bus public transport and then uh after 10th i used to use a luna back in uh, mm. 90s so uh then when i became the bicycle mayor i came across this beautiful community of people who really commute on cycle and then i started my journey so right now you know i look for those moments when i cycle for work small distance cycling uh and then i feel that it's it's a inner motivation by seeing other people on road we get that inner motivation so that is one thing and one thing is like if you have a cycle if you are already uh, cycling for health or for uh, if you're training yourself for any competitive races you already have a cycle and you know the what do you say the nitty gritties everything about cycling you are not going to get stuck up anywhere you're not going to have any problems see when you try, when you when you um, cycle 50 100 kilometers in the morning you sweat i understand that uh, 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 when you commute you have to go to your office you don't have the place to uh, change your clothes or something like that but uh, we have bicycle mayors who commute 25 30 kilometers daily and they don't have those uh, places where they can change their clothes so you have to find out your comfort area and your comfort zone like how i can be best be presentable when i reach my office and if you start triggering your mind and finding out solution i am sure anyone can start cycling like commute cycling for commute and it can really be a, it can be turned into a habit i have seen so many ceos of smart cities commissioners of smart cities cycling to work you can imagine if they can then why cannot we yeah i'm sure you run a clinic yeah. so how often are you able to you know be there with your cycle yeah so almost uh, four times a week i am on my cycle whenever i have to um, like whenever i have some other work like which i have to go for a longer distance or i have to take my kids along with me or if i have someone mm. with me then it's always uh, maybe a two wheeler or a car yeah. but if i'm alone and if it's a very short distance then i'm on my cycle and i, yeah. I it's, re- it's really fun you know seeing uh, ourselves just moving about in the traffic just zip zap zoom and you're out <laughs> and people are waiting Absolutely. in the car i feel you yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is motivating in itself <laughs> it's not necessary that you need to do it every day you can try it 
once a month or once a week so it can become an habit uh, yeah. can you share some tips for corporates or business owners on how they can you know build and build this inclusive culture of uh, their employees or their colleagues come to work on cycle is it possible Yes, it is possible, and I would like to share about uh, the bicycle mayor of Bangalore. Uh, so Satya, mm-hmm. he started the cycle to work program uh, within the corporates, and I, I really like. We all love the, that program, the cycle to work program, and mm-hmm. he has a leaderboard. So you talked about competitive competition. So <laughs> he has a leaderboard of corporates and ambassadors in each corporate, and you know, like they are they are always competing for their kilometers. Yeah. And the beautiful uh-huh. part was like. they traveled they commuted with cycle and those roads were mapped and we never knew that those mapped roads during the pre covid period and during the covid when the cycles for change challenge came out you know it was so beautifully uh, google map like and and then they they built up the side bicycle track on the outer ring mm. road it was mm-hmm. the track which was used by the corporates where the bicycle yeah. counter has been placed so it has been 2 years but you know that that small step which he started it it came a long way so yes mm. uh, the corporates can take up cycling as a means of compute rather we are all trying to push in industries in different cities to um, have cycling culture within their um, community mm. and they can incentivize people who come on cycle they can have shower rooms in corporates they have they have big uh, campuses so they can have shower rooms yeah. and uh, they can incentivize that there, there can be gamification yeah so is the leader of the corporate has to take up some initiative absolutely yeah and uh, uh, small changes not massive small changes, in, yeah. immediate changes yeah, small yeah. changes will very small sure changes people yeah. will get encouraged though the rains are coming now so what do you say about that <laughs> like we are uh, uh, we are building up the spirit and then the rains are going to wash it off so, <laughs> so have you seen uh, kids children Huh. when they when they commute uh, to school in rains yeah 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 they do homes. enjoy <laughs> <laughs> and they enjoy so yeah. if we start thinking that yes we really don't have option uh, and mm. we should do that for our health for the future generations mm. you know, we see a lot of ads we see a lot of um, uh, on social media there are so many things like we we know that we are depleting the resources and we know that we are leaving nothing for our future generations then yeah. too we are not ready to come out of the comfort zone i think it's high mm. time we realize that like we really have to build up a good future rather than using yeah. up their resources absolutely on on one hand we are taking care of our kids we ask them to eat good food we ask them to shut off their mobile and then we are not like leaving anything behind for them no i completely get that but uh, see uh, i have myself tried it and uh, safety is always a a concern uh, the roads are not always in the best con- best of the conditions and whether you are doing it or not there are tons of other thousands of other vehicles behind you and ahead of you so being safe is is of course paramount but in that sense also how do we go about it yeah so road safety is certainly a very big issue even sometimes in a small city like walsad uh, when i when i commute on my cycle i feel scared sometimes because yeah you know suddenly some vehicle comes in front of you and you are you are like clueless what to do yeah. like if it had hit you then so maybe 
immediate on immediate actions like it's we we have to choose our travel behavior like it's not that hmm. 20 kilometers within the traffic you cycle to work and you're a champion no you have to take care of your safety also so maybe such distances wherein uh, you feel safe you can start with that uh if you have more people joining that route you can start advocating hmm. for road safety so this is what the hmm. bicycle players do Mm-hmm. they start advocating for road safety they start advocating for infrastructure and it's a it's a demand supply thing you have more of demand course. you get the supply two people on cycle demanding for a good infrastructure or road safety and 200 people on cycle hmm so we have to be very mindful of choosing our travel behavior choosing our travel tracks and getting more people on cycle we have to look after everyone's safety also so now that you are saying maybe it's just a idea in the dark um, that like how people are pooling vehicles or they are waiting for line in a bus stand why not uh, create a pool of your cycle buddies and uh, if they are going to a route they can you know buddy up and that will create yes. a group of course group management is another issue for but that's for another day but maybe that's a solution many small small changes and small solutions as you shared about the buddy system yes feroza itself herself she had hmm. started the buddy system like you can have hmm. one or two friends not a group chalo you can have two three friends with you and you can plan your travel again hmm. very small changes but so so again i'll come back to the organization so this is what the bicycle yeah. mayors do and please do please do i myself yeah. was a bicycle mayor so i understand the heart with which they are all uh, trying to make their city cycle friendly Yeah, yeah. Bhairavi, anything last uh, that you would like to say as a closing note? This is a tagline which always uh, I keep on reminding to myself and uh, for others also that hmm. once you start con- considering like cycling not just as a means of uh, transportation, yeah. uh, consider it as a means of transformation. Be hmm. of yourself, be it of the city or be it of the nation. Yeah. You, you yourself will fall in love with cycling no doubt no questions over there so i'm sure you listeners will give it a try and be safe uh, be visible at all times uh, wear reflective gears wear safety gears uh, appropriately and i'm sure you'll have fun that's it from hit the road i'll be back very soon with another exciting episode till then make sure you ride safe have fun and be good goodbye